Welcome back to another episode of the CrossFit Bath Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jason Croxon, and on this episode, I was joined by the tallest coach at CrossFit Bath, and if you haven't guessed who that is by that clue or the title of this episode, it is, of course, Nat. We were discussing a little bit about his background, and then we move on to talk about the puzzle that is recovery. Uh, So what are the different pieces, and hopefully uh, knowing that and looking at ourselves, we'll find maybe some areas we can improve. We also have another member shout out at the end of the episode, so we'll be spotlighting Jane from The Bridge, so stick around to the end to hear that. Tiny bit of housekeeping, so full disclosure, we recorded this at CrossFit Bath during the open gym session, and I actually had to kind of keep an eye on things down there, so we weren't able to go away to a, a more quiet location. It shouldn't be a big problem, there might be one or two moments where perhaps you hear a barbell being thrown around, but if anything, it adds to the atmosphere. So let's head on over now and listen to that fun conversation. So sitting here with Nathaniel John Auckland. Correct. Better known as Nat to everybody everybody else. How are you, Nat? I'm very well, thank you. Yep. So thank you for actually sitting down and doing it with me. You've been mentioned multiple times on the podcast, most recent by Dell. Yeah, Super Dell. Yeah, singing your praises <laughs> as his coach. And you've told me you've listened to a few, so you know what's coming now, warm-up questions. This isn't a question that's been submitted, but it is a question I'm compelled to ask because I'm building my roster, who would play you in a movie? Oh, Bearing in mind that Shax has said Brad Pitt for himself. <laughs> yeah, wrong gears. Matt Damon. Yeah. Matt Damon, yeah, yeah, okay, I can see that. So one day this will happen. I'm building a roster. It's going to be a very expensive movie, <laughs> but it's coming. Excellent. Question that has actually been, <laughs> been submitted by good friend and Masters athlete Kate. She asks, what is the most dangerous thing you've done? Did a bungee jump uh, when I was in Whistler, Canada. So yeah, probably. Yeah, pro- yeah, knees were buckled and everything. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Recommend doing it again? After a few drinks, yeah, do it. <laughs> okay, uh, this is from Simon from The Bridge. Probably you know who this is. I don't. Sorry, Simon. He asks, what is the best way you've used CrossFit to help yourself in other parts of your life. Why, why I picked cro- CrossFit up in the first place was I was a footballer. As you, everyone knows, I'm quite tall. I struggled to put on muscle when I was so a you bit see, younger. Everyone knows you're quite tall. So I assumed you were very tall because <laughs> I'm short, but I didn't know that everybody else yeah, felt I the same. Yeah, I think I'm above pretty much everyone, nearly. Struggled to put on size, uh, and I'd probably say that's the key factor. Coming in consistently, generally started to build muscle, and yeah, I think from that point of view made myself a lot happier yeah okay well seeing as you've started going in this direction anyway we're just going to put this warm-up to the side and we'll get into this your background first of all so as it's the first time on the podcast the first of i'm sure many future occasions yeah i heard that, that was a, yep <laughs> great signed contract so yeah obviously everybody knows you they've you you train in both you know the bridge and bath so you're sort of seen by everybody everyone knows who you are and Everybody knows you're tall. That's been <laughs> been cleared up. But I would like to know a bit about your background. So before CrossFit, uh, as you've mentioned, you were a, a footballer. Yep. Uh, so sort of, I'm assuming then you've always been a somebody who's been been doing a lot of sport. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you standard childhood from early 90s, like out in the street playing football, tennis, cricket, a uh, bit of everything. Uh, I, I swam as well. Yeah, quite a lot. Uh, when I was younger, got to a stage, early teens, where I kind of had to make, it, make a decision. Instead of dragging the parents here, there and everywhere, chose football. I played up until I was sort of 26, got to a relatively high standard locally. Moved away for a year, 
and that's kind of where football fizzled out at that point and CrossFit took took over sort of full time so I was doing both uh, since been going a long time now uh, end of 2010 started coming did my intro at CrossFit Bath yeah okay so you you started doing CrossFit while you were still yeah playing football yeah so I knew Adam with we're the same age uh, from football back in the day and then my neighbours at the time were, were footballers as well but had started doing CrossFit had started coming to Bath doing the odd session with uh, with Adam and the boys and yeah kind of got interested in that like right they've put on some muscle well let's give it a go and, it, and it'll help me with my football originally oh well that's what I was going to ask then so did you find that coming and doing CrossFit helped then with with football it or? did to a degree I, I definitely got yeah I definitely got stronger but then as cross as you get more keen on CrossFit you start not resting as much I'd train on a Friday try and play on a Saturday and I guess all in all it probably had a, a negative impact on, on maybe both and I didn't know that at the time but now looking back I'd, I would never have I would never do what I, what I did back then um, it definitely helped me put on size definitely felt stronger but then uh, Maybe I put on a bit more weight, or maybe I got a bit slower. So yeah, it was it was, it was hard. It was hard in that sense. So it was sort of a trade off here. Yeah, right? yeah, I think so. Yeah, maybe didn't fully go uh, up in both directions. It kind of stalled me a little bit, maybe. So then, how did you go from sort of okay, this is to to supplement my my main focus, which is is football, to oh, you know, what, I've, I think I'm going to kind of drop that and do this, and then you know what, I want to be coaching, and this is what I want to do like full-time kind of um yeah so it must have been around 2014 ish after i'd done my level one so i just went to do my level one with a couple of friends i thought oh, that'd be pretty cool see what it was about um get some education and then the interesting coaching kind of came and luckily for the boys picked up the odd shift maybe on a sunday and just helped out generally and like I said, I was planning to go away. So I um, sort of put everything to one side, went away for a year. And then as I was coming back, I kind of came in contact with Ollie a little bit. There was, there was a role. Um, and that's when I started yeah, full-time coaching, sort of 2016. And here I am, still. Here still, you still, are. Yeah, still plugging away. Still enjoying it? Yes, yeah, definitely. That's, um, yeah, that's why, that's why I get up early three times a week and come and get my evenings up because, yeah, I do really enjoy it been nice to have a, a little bit of the the history you know we we see you but we don't really get to yeah to speak yeah. too much and usually when we're talking it's going to be specific questions about oh do you, i need some help with this or that so it's, it's nice just to sort of get a bit of the the bit obviously some of the ogs will know you from yeah yeah when you started but a lot of the newer people are kind of who's that <laughs> yeah that's it so obviously you also uh are known on on instagram and you have your um obviously your business or your your, your coaching business as yeah, yeah, yeah. strike fitness nutrition yes yeah and uh one of the times you've been previously mentioned <laughs> on the podcast was with regards to nutrition so i know you're quite well informed across the board but i kind of wanted to talk to you today about a sort of specific area because we'd mentioned this topic uh, and you'd said it fits nicely in the nutrition sort of spectrum yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. So obviously when we talk about nutrition, lots of people are thinking, you know, how to lose weight, how to gain muscle or the, the kind of classic reasons someone looks into their diet or what they're eating. But we wanted to speak about nutrition in the way it relates to your recovery um, because I think no matter what our goals are as to why we come to do CrossFit, whether we want to lose weight, whether we want to put on size, as you were saying for yourself, mm -hmm. one thing we all across the board will have is that when we go home, we hurt and 
the next day we're sort of like ow i still hurt <laughs> and so anything we can do to to help recover effectively means that we when we're next in we're going to perform better and our goals well you know whatever they are theoretically should be easier to achieve if that makes sense yeah yeah i'm with you yep yeah well at least someone is <laughs> what would you say I, I see you have notes this is amazing <laughs> i don't so where do we begin then so if somebody is saying you know i need to you know i feel bad every time i come for days after it's you know it maybe even affects me that i don't want to come back in the next day because i still ache where do we want to start looking at how we're recovering and and what gaps we might have unfortunately like like we all say it is a bit of a puzzle and um, there's not one thing i'm going to say that's right do this and this will work it's uh it's a combination of things if you're missing one of the bits of the puzzle it's going to affect all of the bits of the puzzle or you're not going to complete the puzzle if you will from a nutrition point of view um i know you've had fen on nollies spoke about stuff it is genuinely eating those whole unprocessed foods uh, throughout the day having three meals a day if you will and, and making that as clean as possible, that's going to help recover throughout the day. All right. So if you're only here for an hour, you get a window after you train of where you need to eat. So that definitely needs to be a, a whole unprocessed meal, um, colorful vegetables, protein, and a bit of carbs, maybe depending on obviously what your goals are. Right. When we train, we we obviously get inflammation, and that's a, an important part of getting stronger, um, building muscle, and stuff like that. We need to to have a, a little bit of inflammation um, but controlling that when you get those really bad doms and stuff like that again it's your vitamins and minerals in colorful vegetables colorful fruits uh, and things like that really yeah, yeah. Uh, um, fish getting your omega freeze in and little things like that so yeah it's not a ma- there's no magic pill on the nutrition side of things it's having that very diet right yeah i, I suppose it's it's that someone could say well i, I do eat you know i, I eat healthy I, I, but if you're eating exactly the same healthy meal every day you know you're saying a, a variety of colors a variety so different mm-hmm. minerals different vitamins which you're probably not going to be able to get from that one source so if you've got your kind of go-to that's still going to be better than than not doing it though so right if it, it, it's better than the mcdonald's that you could have in, instead but kind of if we're looking at you know, it's just those little mm-hmm. things it's kind of easy to remember different colors so if i can think back to my last five meals and be like well they were pretty much all yeah identical yeah colors are, yeah colors is a great way of yeah mixing up the vegetables the vegetables and the fruits so, so then is there the other side of the coin are there going to be foods that or or drinks that are particularly kind of bad for us if we're trying to to recover that we know that sort of eliminating this from your diet so so processed foods um it sounds they're 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 pro-inflammatory a lot of stuff so if it's in a packet it's got a load of sugar in it it's got it's been heavily processed those things are going to make make things worse right so you're getting home you're just smashing in processed bits and bobs of microwave meal which is yeah all processed bits and sauces and heavily heavily processed it's it's not going to do you any favors so um i wouldn't say there's any key food per general it's just think those those processed foods yeah try and avoid especially after you've after you've trained so so there is sort of there is sort of a window then of like a really bad time to you know if you want that kind of i don't want to say treat but you know there are certain things that maybe we we know we shouldn't really have but is it a case of maybe picking and choosing like no no that that maybe maybe my words are wrong there it's not yeah don't feel like after you've you've trained is the wrong time to have it if you want that treat 
you have that treat. Just make sure the rest of your day is is is, is as healthy as possible, as clean. Yeah, don't justify training to go home and just eat a load of of, of crap. Plan that treat. Have have that treat. Yeah, I think there is that flawed mentality of sort of well, I've worked out, I can eat all of this and. I mean, if you're doing like calories on the assault bike, then you know how much you need to do to earn a tiny fraction of sort of calories. And you see sort of one of these little bars or something, you read how many calories are there and just imagine how long you'd have to plug away on the assault bike. Probably not earn it. <laughs> Probably wouldn't I, want I, to. I feel that's where a lot of us go wrong. You've got to have balance in your life and we're, we're here to enjoy it at the same time, right? But a lot of people will come to CrossFit they'll start smashing it you'll see improvements straight away you'll see body changes and then you start kind of eating more and that's where we may we may plateau a little bit and that's that's where it, it, you need to have those trade-offs right if you want to keep improving you want to see changes feel healthier i feel that's where, that, that's where the diet comes a little bit more important yeah it is interesting how how many times the answer to the question is your diet <laughs> it seems like of people going, oh, I want abs. I'm doing 500 sit-ups a day, and what's your diet like? It's just, it's sort of that constant, uh, and it seems, you know, people think people probably not people that come here because they do it, but generally the world <laughs> in general sort of think that getting up and going to the gym every day is challenging. But compared to cleaning up your diet and eating what you should, I think that is the much more. And unfortunately, that's the way society's part. gone. Everything's convenient. We've gone so far down one one rabbit hole. It is. It, you need to put out, you do need to put some effort into it, but there's plenty of people that can help and guide and assist. Has lots of documents to read on this stuff just to support what everyone keeps driving and telling you, right? Yeah, nutrition's the bottom of that CrossFit sort of pyramid of health. For, for do you think saying you know there's there's lots of documents to read and that do do you think that's where someone like yourself plays this kind of vital role because it is now so easy just to Google whatever you want and you are sort of assaulted with many people's opinions and many documents and i'm going to say your average person isn't a fact checker so they're going to read something and not necessarily take it as gospel but oh this is what they've said i mean they've written an article they must know what they're talking about yeah yeah you're absolutely yeah you're absolutely correct yeah it's easy to google something can get the wrong the wrong information i'd like to think me the other coaches yeah fen especially have a level of knowledge on what's right so yeah it's, it's I guess yeah following people you trust and it might not 100% always be right there are everyone's opinions on, on things but yeah I'm, we're, I'm trying to give correct information I've never I'm not led by an, an agenda whereas some of these Instagram people or these Google results might be paid and, and stuff like that but it's an absolute minefield uh, yeah I, I want to be one of those people that can get people down the right, following the right path right yeah and I think when you're saying you know someone you trust obviously coming in and seeing you put in the work yourself with your training and seeing you know the way you coach and then speaking with you sort of do build that you know we know that you're not filming a 10 second yeah, clip so. putting it out there and then who knows what you're doing the rest of the day and this is sort of a paid yeah you're right sponsored ad type thing like you you can see oh well he's telling me i should eat like this but i can kind of see that you are eating like that and you know you're supplementing your training this way and getting results so it, it just helps doesn't it to instill that sort of confidence that Oh, it does work, and you can follow it, and you know you're not telling me something. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. We were, yeah, trying to lead from, yeah, want to lead from the front because that's how you get people's respect, right? Hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so going back to our our idea of recovery, then. So, what are some other useful 
uh, tips or things people should keep in mind or things that can help us just to feel better the rest of the week? Yeah, okay. Um, so second piece of that puzzle is going to be sleep again. Ollie did a really good uh, podcast review on that one. Yeah, I'm not going to repeat everything that was said, but yeah, getting a solid seven to ten hours is everyone's dream. <laughs> uh, as coaches, I if I work late and I uh, then have to get up the next morning, it is a, it is a struggle. Um, it, it's yeah, it's been strict with that routine, but I've got kids, you've got other bits and other bobs to do. Yeah, it's not necessarily going to be super easy, but if you clean your diet up 100%, you're only sleeping four hours a night, you, you're kind of undoing all, all that good work as well at the same time. So that's where this puzzle comes in. You've got your nutrition, now you need your next next little bit to go ne- next to it um supplement it with some good sleep right so yeah sleep is the uh <laughs> ever the dream really hopefully down the line we will have a a sleep expert on on the podcast which would be great because i have a lot of questions but i think sleep seems even more so than than diet diet very much seems to be choice and sleep <laughs> is a choice but um as you said you know if you work late get up early to start work so i'm I'm sort i'm not working late but i come here late no of course and then i get up very early to work but at the moment we have you know 10 month old (laughs) at home a six-year-old and at the moment they're both ill so like last night sleep was just yeah and that didn't exist yeah uh, when we get things outside of our control that that happens right that then takes the priority uh, of, of course so being extra diligent with your diet is is gonna is gonna help, but you're not you're not getting that optimal recovery um, through not yeah the lack of hours of sleep. And, and I feel like when you lack sleep, it's a lot more difficult to dial in what you're eating. You just you, you kind of almost lose that sort of self control or that willpower to say oh I shouldn't eat this or I don't want that. When you're tired, you'll eat anything. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, that's where planning maybe comes into it and trying to get ahead of that not giving you the excuse to to go and yeah grab something that's quick and easy because that's that's what you're hunting yeah so like meal prep thing like that if you know that it's there ready yeah you know yeah you know you're you're here training late you know you've got to get up next morning is there any scope in my day to maybe cook a little bit extra with my healthy dinner to then have tomorrow's lunch and things like that it's just good little things and that's what coaches can be there to help and advise with and and stuff like that but yeah i do appreciate it's it's very difficult yeah i think we need to get like a cookery class down here in the gym so we can just once come in and go guys this how to meal prep here you go some good advice that that would be fantastic yeah i've I've listened to a few podcasts where some gyms have done that but it's uh (laughs) um taking that long term is it sustainable again is it something you're going to carry on yeah that's what, what makes it worth doing okay so we have rowing in the background. Yeah. So once again, hopefully, we'll edit that out. But I can't promise. <laughs> so if you can hear a weird noise, it's rowing. It's because uh, uh, you're a busy guy. You're working. You're here. Do you want me to ask you to move down? No, nah, it's yeah. fine. Uh, <laughs> I might make you ask him to move just for the sake of it. <laughs> yeah, watch it, it carry it down there. Yeah. Okay, so we've got two pieces of our puzzle so far. So we've said clean up the the diet as best we can. Try as much as possible to get decent amount of sleep and i suppose decent quality of sleep Yeah, quality of course um, yeah that, that personally has been where i've you know as you said there are certain things out of your control so for me uh, you know having to get up and make a bottle in the middle of the night or things like i can't 
tell the baby no. Uh, <laughs> so I know that I'm sleeping less, but I've made quite an effort to try and get better quality of sleep. So I'm not, you know, no alcohol. Yeah, um, reading a, a physical book before bed instead of reading something on my tablet or watching something. So I'm trying to sort of say, well, I can't improve the the time, but maybe the Do quality. Do you feel of like you've had res- a result from that? Yeah, I definitely feel like I sleep deeper from from doing. That. I, I I like to kind of read to that point where you're almost dropping the book, mm-hmm. and then as soon as that happens, it's like bookmark in close. Yeah, I do that after about three pages usually. <laughs> no, if that, I'll be lucky to get three pages. And then uh, yeah, and then just sleep until I hear screaming, and it's either the baby or Rochelle. Okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's that's one of those sort of points. You're you're maximizing the sleep you can get. So yeah, the, the, making that as quality as you can you're going to have a positive effect from do we have any more puzzle pieces uh yeah so when you said you're aching you're 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 really aching you think next day i'm not going in i'm so sore um it's kind of understanding what what that soreness is uh, as a is it pain is it is it is it yeah you're walking your knee you're getting shooting pains in your knee that's where yeah we've maybe pushed it a bit too far that that day before we should maybe limit going to the gym and limit what our movement if it's dark, like your standard doms, you've done ten back three sets of ten back squats like last week. You get up the next day, your quads are sore to the touch. We may want to limit intensity, but movement's going to be really important, right? So blood flow. Um, so either coming into the gym, asking one of us, is there something you can do and to um, to, to help ease it? And uh, we would suggest sitting on a bike, maybe flushing your legs out, sitting on a rower, flushing those legs out. And just really simple sort of moving. So then working your way into an air squat, holding on to something to help you get into that position and then just cycling through some squats. So yeah, movement uh, is definitely going to be another piece of that, that puzzle, especially if you're looking to recover to then train the next day. So it, it seems that like first we want to identify the problem, basically. Yeah. So that was the, the first thing you said. So like, yes, it, I've not injured. Yeah. It's just... It's just sore kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then it's maybe going against our natural response that we've been sort of taught all our life is, oh, just, if it hurts, stop. And you're like, well, no, it's not. Yes, if you've broken your arm, stop. Don't try and yeah. pick this thing up. But if it's, as you said, it's just the muscles that are are sore, use them. Or as you would have known, I'm sure you were told throughout your football career, walk it off. <laughs> Again, yeah. it's to, you, you Knowing your body is super important. So, um yeah, we're never we're never going to force you to train through pain, but yeah, if you can get in and help move and loosen these tight muscles, um, it's only going to then allow you to train the next day, and that's what a lot of people are are interested in. Um, and then coming in is going to stop you going home, sitting on the couch, eating a tub of ice cream and stuff like that, right? So, so I suppose that's again linking back to sort of the also the I think when we were talking with Shaxx and we were talking a bit about scaling and sort of just because you can do something doesn't mean you should yeah, do it. 100%. So even if, you know, this is a repeat workout, you've done it before at a certain intensity, maybe that's a good time to say, well, I know I can do it at that, but today is yeah, not yeah. the day. Definitely. And that, and that is the difficulty with, with going to the gym, to be honest, because your, your ego is going to get in the way. Right, no, I did it this way. And you might even better better that performance, but then the next day you're going to be even sore, and then the next day... and. We could have a an adverse effect long longer term, right? So, um, and then just build on top of that. That movement is sort of self um, care. So yeah, 
not all of us can go to sports therapist and go and get a massage all the time. So everyone sees these funny foam rollers and lacrosse balls, tennis balls. Just spending a couple of minutes on those kind of things can again before your session just help ease those sort of positions. Right? I'm not a total advocate of yeah foam rolling, but I know it can help ease these super painful muscles sometimes. I've noticed, well, I was going to say recently, it's not recently, it started a little while ago, but there seems to have been more focus on finishing the class that little bit earlier and making sure there was time to, to stretch out afterwards. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I feel like it wasn't always that way. No, uh, and no, no. Um, yeah, we have team meetings every so often. Uh, we've not had one in a good while, but um, yeah, we definitely made a... Um, a call at one of those meetings to maybe try and organize our classes to, to or schedule them a little bit just to allow at the end to to get some easy movement in and just get again get that blood flowing around those areas we've used and try and help make people feel a bit calmer and relaxed before yeah because because personally i feel that that's like when i can kind of think to when that change sort of happened mm -hmm. and I mean, it might be placebo effect, I don't know, but for me, noticeably, I I found kind of on leaving in the next day that the days we did that, yeah, it felt a lot better than, because, I mean, you finish, you jump in the car, you drive home, you probably don't stretch out when you get home because you no, no suddenly you're home. You're back, and you're, you're back you're, into, yeah, you're back into life. And and so do it. And me personally, good all the good intentions in the world, the number of times I've been like, you know, what, I'm going to stretch every day. I'm going to work on it. And it just does not happen. No, and that's, yeah. We, our, our main job is w warming people up. That's going to be our, our key. Obviously, we're not going to chuck anyone in cold. And then if we get that chance, which we do try, is definitely cooling down. Because there are, like you've just said, you, you you get a positive reaction from it. You feel better the next day. You can then train again, train harder. Um, and that's ultimately how you get fitter, right? You're well, I hope so. No. Um, I'll let you know if it happens. <laughs> so, what what are we missing from our our puzzle so far? So, we've we've had uh, nutrition. So, uh, just I'm going to just quickly recap as much as mm -hmm. I can remember now. I'll listen back to this in the edit, and then I'll remember everything. But for now, I can remember. Um, so, we said nutrition. Ideally, it's removing as much as possible uh, highly processed foods. Trying to eat whole foods, variety of colors, making sure we're getting. That you know the mix of vitamins, minerals, everything that that food can mm -hmm. can give us, and then we've moved on to sleep, uh, trying to get as as much as we can, as well as uh, quality of, of sleep. I'm going to say the next one was our movement. Movement, yeah, that was it. Sorry. Oh. Uh, so we said, don't just stay home because you're a bit sore, but try and flush it out, move as much as you can. Well, identify that you haven't hurt yourself seriously. You probably haven't. It's just a bit of doms and try and do something maybe lower intensity if yeah it doesn't be, have to be in the gym it could be yeah walking around could be it could be anything light lunges at home just yeah just moving those joints and those muscles burpees at home everybody yeah. <laughs> it's the one exercise you can do anywhere yeah that's so, exactly uh, it enjoy and and then we've just moved on to if we can't afford a private sports oh we can't uh, it's super <laughs> if you're paying that you've got a gym membership um yeah you've got lots of things on so yeah. So, um, yeah, trying to find at least some alternative, some ways mm -hmm. to kind of work the muscle and, and, and yeah, helps that. So foam rollers, lacrosse balls. If you're playing lacrosse, I don't play lacrosse, so I don't have those. But uh, <laughs> tennis ball might be easier There's to find, apparently. In the gym. Somewhere. There's some like, yeah. 
Okay, what are we missing? It's the only the other other thing I kind of put down because I, I would miss it is it's, it's so you've come into the gym, you've stressed your you've stressed your system out, right? And challenge that sympathetic nervous system in some of our workouts and some of our strength elements. Uh, yeah, we put stresses on the body, right? And that's how we again get stronger. It's then taking that as far the other way as you can, all right? So, um, like I say, you like reading um, is a perfect perfect way it's not watching tv and then a stressful program or keeping that brain just fully ticked over because we need to get into that rest digest mode uh, as quickly as we can right and that's going to help us recover um in an ideal world your whole day would be rest and digest um around your training so you look at these elite crossfitters the the top 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 ones are, are the ones that can get into that mode as quickly as possible to then get themselves fully recovered and train again hard all right so meditation heads headspace app is really good for that sort of stuff just 10 minutes before bed i like reading that's my my go-to just to totally switch off and try and rest get my body as zoned out as possible before bed um but during the day that's really important as well so so i think that's an interesting point because I think all of the other ones we've mentioned until now, you could probably guess. Like, I, I think if you you spoke to, you know, just grab somebody who does a little bit of exercise and yeah. say, hey, what are some tips to to recover well? And they'd probably say, oh, yeah, you, you know, what you're eating and, and, and the way you're training and this, like, all of that makes sense. Get some sleep. Yes. The idea of it's also mental, it seems, it seems the physical and the mental are very often separated Mm -hmm. if that makes sense you know there's doesn't there's not an obvious correlation between how you're feeling but you're saying that you are instead of looking at as well you've done exercise look at it as you've stressed yourself out yeah you need to calm down as you would if you got stressed because of your work yeah but you're doing it in a kind of subtle way almost you know when you're stressed at work it's because your boss yelled at you it's quite obvious but when you're doing exercise you don't you know we actually the majority of us probably think of it as stress relief yeah so yeah. Oh, i've had a stressful day i'm going to get in the gym and it is on that one side but as you're saying your actual your body itself is getting stressed out so yeah they're working working in opposites there yeah i understand what you mean but yes it's trying to that argument at work it is going to have a negative impact on your recovery because you're then stressing your system out again um and little little things like that yeah arguments at home when it's not all in our under our control obviously but when you get the chance is trying to be as mellow as you can and um yeah we call it rest and digest so the best way of digesting this healthy nutrition is being as 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 low stressed uh, as possible right I'm going to have to work on that. (laughs) We all are. It's a constant battle. I'm self-employed, so I yell at my boss a lot. (laughs) He yells at me. I feel at the moment my real boss is the kids. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's it's been interesting because it wasn't, I'm going to say not all the answers were what I expected. So that's that's nice. Yeah, and I I think, you know, as as you were saying, well, I'm doing it now. And hopefully, just as you said, not everyone can kind of have their their massage every every week after the, the gym. Similarly, not everyone is maybe got the time to sit down with you and, yeah. and have this chat. And so I think hopefully listening to this, they'll at least be able to pick up something. And then hopefully some will actually say, oh, you know what, maybe I do need a little bit of guidance. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and they know that 
that you're here and available. And I mean, look at Dell. Look what he's accomplished. So you too can be <laughs> third place at uh, Strength in Depth. Yeah, he crushed it. It was awesome. Awesome to watch. Okay. If you have time, we, as we've started doing these uh, spotlight shout outs to our, our different members, and seeing as it's somebody this week from the bridge, so <laughs> I, I know a few, but not everyone. Uh, so I don't know Jane, but I believe you do. So Jane, we asked, you know, what time does she usually train? Mm-hmm. So you'll let me know if this is true. She said either 7 a.m. or 5 p.m. Yep, I, that's correct. Are we going to have majority 5 p.m. and the odd um, 7, or are you going to say it's pretty consistent? I think she's consistent with her, yeah, however she plans her week. Yeah, she's definitely, I think, yeah, she'll do a couple of 7 a.m. and then work maybe dictates that or something like that but yeah she's definitely yep she likes to mix it up work or the alarm clock yeah <laughs> her favorite movement in crossfit any guesses it's not going to be running but it's not running, it's not running. no You're correct <laughs> it is sit-ups okay cool so yeah. um i will add she's got so she's crushing the running now for, yeah from yeah when she first walked in the door uh it's been an awesome well we run a lot so <laughs> <laughs> yeah we do definitely feel if you weren't crushing it in the beginning by the end you're gonna have to it's, it's do or die so her favorite movement is sit-ups which is great because again you can do them at home yes as you can her least favorite movement is it burpees it's burpees it's classic so good so maybe a, a nice burpee sit-up kind of <laughs> yeah little home workout whenever you want uh so she, asking her how she found crossfit she says her son and daughter-in-law do, do they are they in the uh, bridge yeah well? yeah yeah they've craig and ben have uh, yeah, both been doing both us have been around for a while. So. And she's been doing it about seven months. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. Consistent. So, and you see, you're seeing results. You're saying the running has improved dramatically over that. That's why it's, it's, yeah, she's a prime example of why, why we do what we do. She's, it's been awesome progression. Now, I always ask for a fun fact. She's given me a fun fact. You will, well, she's given me a fact. You will tell me if it's fun or not. <laughs> so she has told me that the Canary Islands are named after dogs and not birds. No idea. I feel like I have heard that before, so... Oh, I've definitely not heard it. Uh, well, there we go. It could have been funner. It could have been funner. could have been funner. I'll tell oh. her that. Wow. You'll tell her that. Brilliant. Okay, well, Nat, thank you very much for um, for having this chat with me, and uh, hopefully one day in the future you'll be back on Who Knows Why. <laughs> we'll have another talk. We'll see what the fans say. <laughs> and also, if you haven't heard, because of my amazing editing skills... There's a lot of training going on behind yeah, us. Yeah, Harry, Harry is chucking some weights around. I have yeah. to tell him off. But uh, good on you for actually being able to do this while keeping an <laughs> eye on, on the gym as well. Appreciate that. Well, thank you very much, Nat. And uh, I will see you anyway this evening yeah. when I come back for the weightlifting class. Well, that'll be fun. Perfect. Right, Cheers. Thank you. thank you. And here we are again. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Nat. Of course, all of the links to his Instagram and um, social media things will be in the episode description as well as a link to the survey if you also want to have a shout out on a future episode don't forget to fill that in also send in some more warm-up questions they are always appreciated so thank you for listening i hope you you found a few gems in there i know that a few of the things he mentioned i hadn't necessarily thought of so definitely see some areas that i'm going to work on for my recovery and hopefully you found something good too and i hope you'll join me again for the next episode